Shares of Sonner debuted in public markets today. Let's dive into the details as we continue to blur the line between apartment, hotel, and homes. Francis Davidson joins us, co-founder and CEO at the company. Francis, thanks for being here and congrats on the big Hello. day. Thank you. For those that don't know, introduce your business to us. As from what I understand, coming from New York, living in Chicago now, whenever I hear Sonner, it's generally a place that is something between a hotel or short-term living, something between short, intermediate term. Walk us through where you guys stand right now. Yeah, I mean, the way I describe it is as a hospitality disruptor. And so we actually design and operate beautiful hotels and apartments, and you can stay in for a week, a night, as long as you'd like, months. Uh, I myself traveled for nine months straight, 25 saunders in 2020 uh, across the many countries in which we operate. And what's really different here is that the services are accessed through the app, uh, the guest-facing app, and we actually run the properties ourselves using our homegrown technology, which allows us to be far more efficient. And as a result, we can pass over um, you know, some of these efficiencies to our guests in terms of much more attractive price points for properties that really, and stays that are really elevated. So right now, if you are on the Sonder application, what is that process like to get access to the different locations? Do you apply for each individual location or once you have a profile, can you walk in wherever there's availability? It's honestly as simple as looking for a city, picking a couple dates, and then you see the options available. Within a few taps, uh, you can book the property and stay there for as long as you'd like. So it's really, really a simple frictionless experience. The fact that we actually operate the spaces ourselves, that we're not just a marketplace, that we actually work with developers to build them, to design them, and make sure that everything is just right, offers a high degree of consistency and quality that our guests really love. So that specific building component there, the original locations, that's very interesting because from my very limited experience with the business uh, in New York was in a building that was formerly a uh, commercial building in downtown that was renovated into an apartment building and financial district and then it was partially operated by Sonder in addition to the apartment leasing. Do you have more locations of that particular arrangement or do you have more locations that are exclusively built and run by Sonder? Yeah, the, the, the vast majority of what we have is full Sonder building. There's a Sonder sign up front and we partner with that developer. Either it was you know a ground up construction, uh, which we love to do, but also it can be a conversion. So the one that you're, you're, you're mentioning is a, an office conversion and there's um, you know conversions from a variety of other kinds of uses where we actually realize that partnering with Sonder is the highest and best use of that asset and the property owner can generate substantially you know, better returns by partnering with us. What about the people who live in the apartment that's run by the apartment uh, association or the, uh, the majority of the uh, owners or majority of the tenants in the building? Is there any friction? Do you find places where people say, hey, we've got these people coming and going. Uh, what did I buy here a premium apartment for? Yeah, so the, the vast majority of, of what we do is a situation where we operate the full building, but in, in instances where we share it, the most common setup is one where we have multiple floors, we have our own entrance, we even have our own amenities. So almost view it as, you know, we're in the same way that you might have retail on the ground floor and then apartments over. We'll segment the building into multiple 
uh, different uses. And so, you know, a lot of developers are very astute and they think that, you know, by mixing alternative uses within the same building, they ac actually generate better results. And that's the pitch that we make them. So you can have retail and office and hospitality and residential all occurring within, within the same building and, and kind of benefit from these synergies. Right now, what is the uh, growth plan? Is um, you uh, debut with about $310 million in uh, pipe capital from the deal. Uh, what's the expenses uh, looking like and uh, where do you want to put that money to use? Uh, is it continuing to build out actual construction? Is it maintaining the buildings that are already up? Uh, what does that money go towards? Yeah, so uh, I mean, just investing in growth in Q3, for example, our growth year over year was 155%. We're an extremely rapidly growing business. Um, and part of, or the vast majority of the growth that we generate comes from adding more supply. Of course, we managed to monetize our supply better and better over time. Um, but what's crucial is for us to add more locations. And so that's really the core effort. Uh, one thing to note though, is that we don't actually own the real estate. We don't actually pay for construction. Um, and 85% mm. of the properties that we have are under what we call a capital light model, where we're not even putting you know, a dollar down to furnish and outfit the space. That actually there's a check that's being cut by some of our mm. um, real estate partners. Okay, so when you say develop, you're working just uh, in uh, like a consultation capacity with uh, uh, building owners? That's right. We have an architecture team, interior design team, and we have basically a playbook to open these properties to our standard. Got it. Okay, so you're basically putting an input uh, almost in the capacity of uh, the decision-making construction, but you're not building literally, physically, and you're not owning. You got it. We, we have brand standards. And I think it's common actually in the world of, of, of hospitality to have brand standards that are quite specific when it comes to what we need on behalf of the guests and for our operation. And so we pay a great degree of attention to these small details to make sure that our model can be successful within each of the properties we operate within. Okay. What about from a uh, legal standpoint uh, in terms of the major cities in New York, when Airbnb uh, began in that city, there was a lot of controversy. There still is in some areas about how they're going to run. Uh, do you have legal status as a hotel, as a uh, leasing company? Where do you fall into it as far as the courts are concerned? That's right. So, I mean, we've been very, very thoughtful on the uh, regulatory compliance since we started the company. And so each city has a different approach. And we actually have proactive conversations um, to, so that we can understand with the local governments, like what is the way in which we should best operate? In the context of New York City, for example, all of our properties have a hotel license. And so, you know, commercial zoning and fire and life safety and taxes that are all basically meeting the, the criteria of, uh, you know, the hospitality business. There's a ton of open real estate right now on the commercial side in these cities still. Just tons of uh, space that's not being used, some that's been vacated. Is that an opportunity for your business? Uh, uh, what do you see in terms of pricing for real estate right now after COVID? It's certainly an opportunity. We think especially for off office, class B and below office that can be converted uh, into Sonder buildings. You know, there's, there's plenty of opportunity right now. I think COVID's really, it, it shook things up and, and there's a, a, a lot of changes, not just in the real estate market, but also in consumer behavior, right? We've, we were pioneers in the contactless approach. So the Sonder app allows you to check in, um, to request service, all that, you know, digitally. Um, you can use your phone to get to get in the door. You don't have to line up in order to get your, your, your key card uh, to check in. And there's a variety of other things that we do that make it possible for our guests to um, live in a contact-free way um, and, and stay with us in a way that feels safe. Um, and we've been very successful digital nomads as well. And so there's just a variety of new use cases. There's a lot of change in the landscape, both on the supply side and the demand side that uh, we believe is an opportunity for us to capitalize on. 
All right, uh, very exciting stuff, very interesting, and looking forward to uh, following along uh, now at your public company. I hope you'll come back for earnings and more. Thanks, Francis. Thank you so much. You got it. Mr. Davidson's a co-founder and CEO at Sonar. S-O-N-D is the ticker.